Please join me in this prayer. Lord God, we give you thanks because you have begun a good work in us, and in your grace you will bring it to completeness. Help us to place our lives before you so you may, in your grace and love, bring us into wholeness and peace and forgiveness through your mercy. In Christ's name we pray. Please be seated. So early on in my um, quarantine, when I was suffering from COVID over the last two weeks, I've had a negative test and I'm completely safe at the present time, I decided to turn my quarantine and convalescence into a spiritual retreat. A wilderness. Got COVID had dealt me a wilderness moment. What does one do with that? Well, one turns it into a retreat where I could take the solitude and the isolation, the loneliness, and the misery and use it as a refining fire, as it says in Malachi, to put my soul before God and let God do God's work. That's what a retreat is, after all. We get rid of all of the distractions and routines and buzzing in our heads and attachments in our hearts so that we can simply put ourselves before God and say, work this out in me. It's an act of surrender in some ways. And that turned out to be a very good use of COVID. I could simply say, God, here I am with my struggles and my frustrations and my failures, my falling short, my sins, my confusion, my contradictions. I'm going to put it out there without excuse. And because you are a merciful God, I can do that. It starts with this gratitude that we, we know a God who we can approach in our full contradiction and find a companion, someone to help sort us out. So I had a COVID retreat when I was quarantined in a bedroom, in a bathroom, with no company, and dinner and lunch on a tray. And what came to me as an image was this cheap toy I found once in a science museum. I've always loved the gift shops and science museums. And this was a plexiglass box, a rectangle, and it was full of iron filings. And the kit came with a number of magnets. And the fun you had, such as it was, was applying the magnet to the filings. And when, of course, when you apply the magnet to the filings, they go from a disorganized mass into a wonderful, organized set that follow the magnetic field of the magnet. So from this chaotic jungle, you get these wonderful patterns of iron filings following the magnetic field of the magnet that you apply. This image came to me as such a gift, because 
because I realized that left to myself, I'm a pretty chaotic pile of iron filings. I'm going off in every different direction. I'm going off in contradictory directions at the same time. I cause myself suffering and angst and anxiety and worry. I fall short in this. Yet it's that same pile that I bring into the magnetic field of God's love and care and mercy. And in God's magnetic field of love and care and mercy, my life finds alignment, finds a pattern that is healthy, a pattern that is humble, a pattern that is connected to God, most of all. And as we enter into Advent, I want to recommend to you, and however you can do it, hopefully without the COVID part, to have some wilderness time to put your chaotic pile of filings in front of God. And let the love of God and the care of God and God's mercy sort you out. Help you find your shape again. Today, on the second Sunday of Advent, I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for the example of Zechariah and Elizabeth and John and Mary and Joseph, these humble, humble people, so far off to the side of history, the underside of history compared to Tiberius and Pilate and Annas and all these marquee names that Luke spreads across the story are all known in the Mediterranean world and then often this little corner is where the real action is happening. The empire might spread a good news of sorts, a good news of the Pax Romana, but the peace of God, the good news of God is happening in these humble folks who give us some clues about how to live in the love and care and mercy of God that ushers the presence of Christ into the world. When we look at the song of Zechariah, when we look at the song of Mary, we look at these humble folks who ushered in our Lord. They were prepared to know God and welcome God and receive God because they were immersed in the story of God. We look at the song of Mary, the Magnificat, this incredible song of Zechariah. We see people who knew the promises, who held on to the promises of God, who knew that God was a God of liberation, a God of mercy, a God of forgiveness, a God whose tender mercy, like the dawn, breaks from on high on those who sin in darkness. A God who doesn't forget God's people, a God who is available for us to bring our whole lives to. There are people who live in the magnetic field of God's grace. And so we immerse ourselves in worship and study and scripture and prayer to be enlightened, people receptive, people prepared, people ready to see our God return. We see St. Paul in his most pastoral in the letter to the Philippians where he's just gushing with 
love for his community. I, I so relate to it. When I read that passage, I think of you. You know, I just love being with you in prayer. I just want you to know the completion of grace. And he's like a good pastor, wanting his people to be ready for the day of the Lord. The day the Lord returns. Every day is that day. That's the secret. Is we live every day in the day of the Lord. God is always completely present. God is never present in part. God is only ever fully present. We are absent. We are distracted. We are missing what God is doing. But we are called to this wonderful reckoning where we can be in God's presence fully. Fully, complete, whole, actualized as the people God has called us to be. Because we've been prepared. Because of those magnetic fields, we've been aligned with God. And this is our hope. This is our proclamation. This is what we live for in this season, is to know that we can live our lives before God. Live our lives in the presence of